0: it's wednesday night and we are live with the off the cuff show it's dave it's mike hilarity and intensity will be yours tonight will be yours i i started mixing a little bit of like characters there sorry guys welcome to the off the cuff show Uh, I am Mike this is Dave Uh, hopefully you are familiar with us if you are not well this is a good opportunity to get familiar with us this show is all about me and Dave 2 welcome to the party middle aged former cops trying to make their way in society as (laughs) normal as normal people and give our takes on what's going on in life our lives and the lives of those around us in culture Joyce said we're not coming up on YouTube that's weird. It says I've got uh, nine viewers. I don't know. So maybe Joyce is watching someone else's YouTube. Oh no, I'm on Facebook.
1: <clears throat> Nerd.
0: Joyce is right. I am wrong. <sighs>
1: Son of a bitch.
0: Let's. Let's. I wonder if I can do. I wonder what happens if I do this. Can I go live off the cuff <laughs> on YouTube right now? I added it. So, Joyce, let me know if you see us on YouTube. Anyway, while we are waiting for people to join us on YouTube, tonight's show, we're going to catch up, of course, when, and what's been going on in our lives, as always. Then the real show will begin after that, as they say. 40 minutes and to it. tonight, I'm excited. I honestly am excited because one of the things that we've always strived for on the show is to, like, let people feel like they're kind of Sitting in on a, on a conversation, and they're
1: part of the family,
0: Mike. Dude, you recommended a movie on on the last show. Yeah. I watched said movie, and holy crap! Yeah, I can't believe I that. had never seen The Deer Hunter. Yeah, and I told I told well, I'll save that. And we're gonna talk about Alfred Kinsey. We're gonna talk about. I'm not exactly sure what what aspect of Alfred Kinsey we're gonna talk about, but Dave had mentioned that. I'll be honest, I'm not either,
1: Mike. I'm the one who mentioned it.
0: Maybe it is or isn't what people think about Alfred Kinsey. We're going to talk about it. it. Uh, We'll see where that goes. So that is what is on the show docket for tonight. If you enjoy the show, drop a sub on YouTube or make sure that you hit the notification bell so that you know when we go live. We go live every Wednesday at 7 p.m. Eastern time, and then it hits Apple Podcasts and Spotify and all that place on Thursdays. If If you enjoy the show, subscribe there drop a rating drop a review all the things so there you go yeah that's the deal so what's been going on in your life Dave catch us up like
1: the kind of that's the only kind of like I was like a a guest like podcaster and my only responses were things like yeah you know just like (laughs) that was like pretty much the extent or like "Mm -mm, it was that's kind of like Ed McMahon right Yes, yes, that is correct, <laughs> oh, yes, of course, <laughs> you are correct, sir. Well, um, I have a big news. Uh, they say no news is good news. Mm hmm. Fraggle rock fans. But no great space coaster. That's from the great space coaster. No yeah, news Jerry is gnoos. good news. That was a fraggle rock segment. No. It oh, was, boy. No. I'm gonna no. You got it now. See, this is what okay. Let's talk about actually. Let's talk about the uh, the elephant in the room, or the elephant coaster. Damn it! I told you. Let's let's talk about the elephant that is not in the room, Elijah.
0: Oh Oh, yeah, almost forgot about him.
1: I know. uh, (laughs) I love. You're like, oh man, I already forgot about him. He's history. We're over it. Well, <clears throat> so uh we got we look, we did everything that we could. I'm preparing I, I'm at, <laughs> I love the picture that we just keep snapping of him. Um he looks like uh a a fatter um Elon Musk, you know. <clears throat> but uh so <sighs> we get this text and he's you, you had to ask <laughs> you had asked a question about like I don't know try, trying to like come up with something for the graphics or whatever and he's like I can't do it. I can't do it. I can't do it. I, I told you guys I can't do once anymore. You know, and um, of course. I mean, I just we 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 of course had to make fun of him, obviously. Mm-hmm. But, of course, obviously. And and he says you know I love the podcast, but you guys are never ready until right before, and I can't do it on Wednesdays. I and mean, this is all. I mean, guys, this is this is it. Look at this. We have a whole yeah. feed here. Yeah. Um, and he just then he says, help a brother out. Okay. <laughs> He says, Dave, you moved away from us. So now he's deflecting, right? Dave, you moved away from us. And I
0: said, mm-hmm. I'm still here, baby. First, you know, he no. tried to blame you for moving as if yeah. that stops him from being on the internet now. Yeah. And then yeah, he blamed for sure. me for shutting down the show for, four times, yeah. which is a double the reality. It is, but it's, <laughs> it is still hilarious because <laughs> it I still mean,
1: doesn't pertain to what we're doing now. Right. right. And, still doesn't have then, to do with right now. Yeah, his last grip, his last reasoning. Am I an evil man for having dinner every Wednesday after working 12 hours with my wife's family? (laughs) And I'm like, yes. (laughs) Like, yes. Yeah, Yeah, none of us do anything all day, Elijah. You're right. You know, I mean, we do it because we enjoy it. See, he must have just thought of it as work. So I don't know. I don't know. I I, I don't know what to do. Because I think guys, guys, I think he's done. I think he's out. He could be out. He's like that fucking uh, guy who owns that basketball team on uh, the Sharks, whatever. He, and he, what is his name? And he's always like, "I'm out." And for he that reason, his... yeah, I'm out. He, he, he is like never taken investment <laughs> an investment in his entire like freaking tenure on the show because every time he's like, "And for that reason, I'm out." It could be anything. He doesn't even listen to this the, <laughs> the pitch anymore. So, and that's, uh, but I think that's it. I think Elijah's out. So which is sad you know i missed te- i missed kind but uh, yeah i mean who else am i gonna make fun of you no you're beautiful thank you <laughs> no well um let's see oh but i also have other big news our cat it was a long-standing member of our family here in the podcast world on off the cuff all hail king, king louis King Louis passed
0: away. King Louis Um, was in more episodes of Tales of Valor than I was.
1: It's true, and currently (laughs) he was in more more off the cuff than
0: Elijah. (laughs) Yeah, as recently. Indeed, indeed. It's actually we actually have more to mourn over Louis's passing this week (laughs) than Elijah, because Louis has brought more more time commitment to the show over the years.
1: It's so true. Yes. Um. And I'll be honest with you, because I know you don't like cats, but, um, but you did say something really nice. You said, you know, obviously you you hate it when anybody loses a, a something that they really care about, and that's I. Yeah, the thing I said is, I hate
0: cats, but I still, obviously, yeah. hate people losing uh, a a pet that they love.
1: Yeah, for sure. And I really, I really did love this stupid ass cat. I mean, he was. He was like a dog in like he'd come and he'd sit on your lap. Yeah, you tried to convince me of that from the very moment well, I he met never him. he never he never bit. He always comes to greet you at the door, like he was like a dog, um, which is probably why I actually like him so much. And he just he never, like I said, you could cut his his toenails, he'd he'd never snap at you or anything. He just he was a he was a good cat. And uh, it was weird because after uh, I, I'm the one who put him down. I mean, I didn't. I didn't personally put him <laughs> down. but I, 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 I strangled him. Uh, you <laughs> so didn't use the bar peaceful. soap method that I suggested last time. <laughs> no, I you? I didn't, and I probably should. Probably would have been quicker. Turns out my the grip around my, my hands around his neck are not nearly as strong as I thought that they were because he he fought me then. Yeah. So, um, <laughs> but no, it was so you know I, I took him to to get put down. And man, it gets rough, dude. It is rough. And we've been like in this weird kind of funk afterwards. Um, and I honestly didn't think it would kind of affect me as much. And maybe, and I was just thinking, I was like, man, so I started trying to break it down. Like, man, I, you know, when you lose something that you care about, and I, I recently just went to an old friend. Um, I'd known this family ever since I was seriously probably five years old. They used to live on the street that I grew up on. And, uh, and his mom passed away, and I knew—I mean, I know his dad, and everything, you know. And uh, they actually had it at the uh, Iroquois Club in Bloomfield, the same place that we had my brother's thing as well, because uh-huh. they had gone to my brother's thing and they thought it was nice. Like, and it was, so it was really nice. Um, but it's just been a lot of weird loss lately, and I just—I was like, man, why is this bothering me so much, you know? And I think I—I I, and I honestly think I was like, okay, and I started trying to break it down. Because you know, I just, I'm thinking, why is this bothering me so much? Because I'm like, he's, he was a cat, I loved him as a cat, but but he wasn't that he wasn't, it wasn't like it was should affect me like this. But then I started thinking, am I like actually starting to think about my m- own mortality in a weird way mm. as a reflection of that? Yeah, and and then I was yeah. like, okay, it could be, and then I was like, okay but why would i think about that right why, why do we think about our mortality um and i'm thinking am i am i scared to die right I, like and I, said, I know this sounds really weird but like these things come to you you know and i th- was thinking like am i scared to die i thought man if if i love jesus why am i afraid to die or why would i be scared to die but then i was thinking maybe because i still i still as, as, as a human being don't trust and i i don't i hate saying it like this because i think you'll understand what i'm saying that christ is my savior and that if i love him that i will be saved therefore we shouldn't fear death but we're human we, we don't have a choice in that like i you know my dad is one of those i told you he's a fire brimstone guy he's like nope i don't fear death at all i never i've never feared death i love jesus and i like, you know and i'm thinking shut up you know because we were saying like somebody runs a red light and almost side swipes you, I guarantee your heart is gonna start fucking beating fast. Why? Because you're like, oh shit, that almost fucking killed me. So <laughs> right. you can he just goes through those like he's like that was nothing. No, I nobody through, does I that. drive through red lights. Yeah, I do that just because I don't fear death. You know? So
0: I was like Man, Boy boy, this right? is, is already touching on? on the deer hunter, isn't it?
1: Well, yeah, well, I guess it's a, it'll be a good segue, you know, after <laughs> we talk, but, but it's seriously, it just, I, I'm i thinking, man, and I started trying to tear that apart. I'm like, am I, do I really trust what I'm, what I, I'm supposed to trust, you know, and I, I, I do, but man, I just, it's like, I hate being human. You know what I mean? I hate being, you know, uh, uh, imperfect in that way where this where you have a savior and again i know there's a lot of people out there that just don't believe that's fine that's that's i mean good for you if that's if that's it that's that's fine i mean obviously i i would you know that's that's not my my religion you know believing in christ is something that for us we would like to see everybody saved and that's just not going to happen we get that but um but maybe other people get that on a, a different spiritual level but man it just it was really i was like man i i'm trying to tear this down as to why is it that i'm Having, I've talked to you about anxiety that I've had before and things of that nature, you know. And it's just as I'm getting older, I'm like, dude, I'm not as, I'm not as rock freaking steady as I used to be. When I was a cop, dude, I you kick in doors, you do all now you're now you're more bebop. Yeah, I'm I'm a I'm a (laughs) bebopper, you know. But no, you you kick in doors, you don't, you know. And then all of a sudden, one day, you realize like you know i'm i'm not really doing that stuff anymore my body isn't doesn't do the things that it used to do when i was 20 or 30 or even 40 and uh, i just wonder i wonder if that's kind of like starting to weigh on me a little bit you know i know it's, it's a long it's a long route for saying that
0: that poor poor louis passed away but yeah. it does it's a that's crazy f- effect there's uh there's been some i don't know i don't know how to describe it but definitely like a uh a processing that's been that we've probably my wife and I have both gone through, but certainly me since becoming like an empty nester. Mm, Yeah. Yeah. Like when that, when that happened, it, it, it was really something that neither of us were prepared for. And I don't know, it really wasn't around death per se, but it certainly is like, Oh, wow. Like you're so wrapped up for so long in something. And the same thing, like oh, in policing or a career, uh, relationships, what, you know, stage of life, all that stuff. And then all of a sudden, like, yeah, no one prepares you for this, like this feeling, this season, you know, all that stuff. So it really makes you evaluate, <laughs> I guess, what you believe all over again and what what you're all about all over again and what you're gonna do (laughs) all over again you know it's it's an interesting thing i guess that's i guess that's sort of like possibly a couple of contributing factors what you're going through what i feel like i've been been going through to like the quote-unquote midlife crisis right um yeah but i'm not a psychiatrist or anything but (laughs) yeah
1: i told i no i (laughs) i get it i mean there's and there's a country song uh, called uh, "Next Thing You Know," and it kind of like goes through this dude's life. Uh, about he's out there, he meets a girl, says he's really never gonna marry. Next thing you know, he's offering a ring, and they're not. Ne- he's never, or they're never moving. She's never moving in. She moves in. Uh, she's never. We're not getting married. Gets married. Um, has kids. Their kids have kids. And then you're the grandpa and then you, and then everyone's out of the house and you're like an empty nester, like you were saying. <laughs> and I was listening to this song and it's like a three, three minute, three and a half minute song or whatever. And that's when I, I realized, and I told Joyce, I go, you realize in this, in this song, we have about 30 seconds left. Like we've been through three minutes of this song ourselves. <laughs> yeah. Yeah that mean that, you know what i'm saying like it was just it's such a weird a weird thing i again i mean we, why do we talk about this stuff i don't know man i just i guess i'm to that point in my life like dude if we don't start people have to start talking about this stuff you know especially as yeah. dudes we just always climb clam up man
0: yeah no you're right i think that we i not, i i agree 100 percent with that that these yeah. these are these are valuable things to think about and talk about there's no doubt about yeah. it city slickers was awesome what a great fucking movie. I, I love that movie too i think that you're actually quite right on that, that was a, yeah a i need to go cool back and watch crisis. that one again it's been a while i mean i've, I've, I've seen it before of course but yeah for um, sure yeah i need to go back because things do hit differently when you're at different stages <laughs> <laughs> right yeah that's so <laughs> there's, true there's no doubt about that yeah. um yeah Ooh, from, i have i
1: have i still have some more stuff even holy like, cow dude well yeah i, I mean you know I, Joy or Allie, not Joyce. Joyce is not pregnant, but Allie's pregnant. I don't know if everybody knows that or not. That my my daughter is pregnant. She's uh due in January. Yay. And I am starting a new job. I am leaving the uh the field of security. Uh I, I am <laughs> I'm letting go of my security blanket in security as a pre-responder, and I am going to work for a municipality. And co- as code enforcement, now we all know that that's where all cops go to die. They go to the court, or they go to code yeah, enforcement.
0: Yeah. I'm just following my lineage. You're going to measure the grass. That's what I'm going to do. Can't be any higher than six inches. So you're just going to yep, use uh, a certain, gonna certain one of your appendages to measure in people's front yards. <laughs> yeah. Yep, you're good. I, it looks <laughs> looks good to me. What? Oh. Uh, okay. Hello, I'd like to report an ordinance officer with his pants off. <laughs> <laughs> again
1: and why does he work on the weekend too he doesn't work on the weekend he's not getting paid right now
0: <laughs> <laughs> it's Here's 3 your a.m oh i don't need that
1: <laughs> oh my gosh so okay that's it for me i'm sorry i have monopolized this like a monopoly board
0: Mm-mm. or whatever i love it it's a good update. so what's new with you Man, i just been uh <laughs> been traveling Even though I think we've done a few shows in, in the meantime, like I, uh, man, we were out of town for family vacation for like a a week. And then I came back, we were, we were back for just a handful of days and then we turned right back around and Sherry and I went out of town, uh, with some, uh, other friends of ours for like a church planting uh localization conference kind of a thing so we did that for a few days then we came Mm. back from that and then i was home for a handful of days again and then i was uh out the door to colorado so um sorry getting a phone call i'm busy man Man. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) what if that was louis just making his mark known (laughs) Uh, louis i think changed his name to matt uh in the afterlife (laughs) uh (laughs) <laughs> the uh, yeah, so I was out in Colorado because, as many of you guys know, when I left law enforcement, I was transitioning into the real estate space, and I've been doing that for six years now uh, as as a realtor. And we've got the ten seven project up and running and mm-hmm. all that. And now I'm adding uh, mortgages into the mix. So it seemed like to be the next sensible evolution in my business is to add another another skill. Uh, that I can offer my clients and all that stuff. So, yeah. So I got my license, all that stuff, but on the mortgage side, it's, it's heavily, heavily regulated. And so there's a lot of, a lot of I's to dot and T's to cross to to know what you're doing. Like you, you get, it's, it gets really specific. You can, you can get in a lot, a lot of, uh, problems uh in the mm. in the lending world without doing things right. So, I had to go out there for some training, but it was uh it was good, it was fun. So, but I am yeah. finally back. I have one one more long distance trip planned for the year. I have to go out to San Diego for a real estate conference in second half of October. But for right now, I think I'm going to enjoy like four and a half weeks or so of <laughs> of no travel. Just be home and kind of like be in a rhythm and I've got a lot there's a lot I want to get done before like Halloween gets here, right? Like, and then it's the holidays and things. So There's, it's got a, uh, it's got a lot going on. I feel like I let a lot of things build up. You know how like you kind of well, I, I I did it today when I mowed the lawn. I walk out in the garage and I'm like, my goodness, man, I've got a lot to do out here. I, it, it's like. And then I start thinking, I haven't like organized and cleaned my guns in since I moved here. I hmm. haven't done this. You know, you start to kind of think about all these things yeah. that aren't like essential to day to day life. Like if my garage never got clean, I could still survive. You know what I'm saying? But it's like, yeah. I could, you know, I need to get these things off my plate. So uh, yeah, I'm looking forward to the next few weeks to get back into a good rhythm. But it is pretty cool to have a uh, have a new aspect to my business. So I'm excited. Good. Hell yeah. Hell yeah, brother. Hell yeah.
1: That's right, brother. That's right, Uh, brother.
0: That's right, brother.
1: (laughs) (laughs) So are we going to segue to,
0: you know, the movie? Yeah. I I think a great place to start is just probably you've got, we've got two types of people that are going to watch this or listen to this and they represent us. You had seen the movie. I had not. And so we're going to talk to both groups of people. I don't know how, how do we avoid, do we avoid spoilers? No, I don't think so. I I really don't. I think the
1: movie's been out long
0: enough. It's been out since Um, 1978. So yeah, I mean, Dave may make an argument that if he had not seen it and I mentioned something that he should unfriend me and (laughs) come back later. Well, maybe
1: Oh, dude, I don't know. So much hinges off the ending, as far as discussion wise. It does. It almost, like there's a lot. So we, you know on. what we can do? We could. Um, you could actually just put in the comments, like this, when we start discussing like certain parts of it, or, like the end. Um, that maybe. Yeah, maybe I, I, would just, I would just. I would just really listen, do guys, want if, to
0: see it. If you, I don't think that we're gonna give you every single detail. The movie's three hours long, so it's yeah. not like it's not like we're gonna give you such a detailed recap that. It's going to be worth a watch anyway. I yeah. already, I already told Sherry last night. I was like, the next time we get a chance to watch a movie, we're watching this one because I can't wait to see it again. Like, yeah, this is one of those things that's got so many layers to it. You can, you can go back yeah. and back. It's weird. It's like the Working Man's Godfather. I don't like.
1: I I could see how you say that. It is.
0: I, I say it in terms of the the film style. Yes. It is slow it is deliberate it is is. involved it is character story driven and they don't it could have been longer it would have been fine with me i was in yeah like it's it's just it's that good to me well
1: that's that's kind of where i was saying to you like did you understand like did you get what now like when i was like it's it is a chaotic movie it is not cinematography like is not beautiful it is an ugly movie i disagree i I think that in i think i i guess you could say it's
0: beautiful in a different kind of way but i'm talking oh i i think like there were so many from a from a uh film standpoint like what you're seeing on the screen is totally like you know shots are concerned Dude, there was, there was, as a person who, I, I'm a I'm a hobbyist film critic, right, or film right. connoisseur, right? I'm a hobbyist, guys. But I mean, as far as like when you look at how a shot is framed, or or the lighting, or or. The way that it's what it's trying to convey, I dude, I there Look, was some moments in there that I'm like, wow,
1: that's that's not what I meant. It, what I'm what I'm saying is it was purposefully ugly, visually. I mean, from the beginning of the thing in the steel mill to the end, um, it was it was a a very chaotic movie. It was in and, and again visually it was an ugly movie in the fact that there was not one scene that w- wasn't caked with mud or dirt or yeah. or, or you know it, it just it was I, that's what I mean by that, that. and I mean, that's why I call
0: it the working man's Godfather it yeah. was it was like this rich story of the the quintessential blue collar yes sort of worker salt of the earth you know, I mean, like, to, to the extent fa- of like fabric yeah. of America, right?
1: Yeah. In, in every aspect of the, the nature of it was, again, I, I use the, the term ugly because of the fact that they weren't trying to make beautiful scenes. There was a couple of beautiful scenes where they they slowed the movie down in, in certain ways, um like. When they were hunting and things of that nature but even then even then they still could not escape the chaotic nature of the movie because of some of the things that happened during it you know mm-hmm. like it was just so to me it was just so like the the wedding scene was so chaotic It was always going and it was, it it was overloading my senses in ways. Mm -hmm. And I don't think that was a bad thing because it wasn't anything special. It was just chaotic. And the way it was filmed that way was like, oh my gosh, it's like everything. I I have a 65 inch TV. It's not huge. People have way bigger, but I still found myself, my eyes looking over to the right and to the left to try to grab the element of this this wedding that was going on there's so much going on all over
0: the screen you get what I'm saying Mm-hmm. I I felt the whole thing was like uh I, dude the 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 wedding scene in of itself was just um and dis- just I want to address a comment too I want to forget so the, for me I felt that there was something extraordinary in that scene because of how ordinary it was they made it like exactly how i would think it would be like yes absolutely a wedding celebration with those guys you know they did such a a great job even leading up to the wedding of letting you because the characters in that like friend group are the are the oh, friends yeah. that everybody's got you know like say like oh, especially yeah. guys this is a very I think this is a very masculine film. I think this addresses a lot of issues that men face. I really do. And so everybody's got the the big the big lug fucking a <laughs> like that guy yeah. that guy there. Everybody's got the Stanley, the sort of like mooches off of everybody, but you know acts like a tough guy kind of a thing. You know, Michael yep. is the is the the leader uh the the guy that takes care of everybody that holds the the glue that holds it together you know nick nick is the is the the close friend the those two are really like i mean even in the film it's an interesting thing because they have this moment before as they're packing up for the hunt before the wedding and it's like i wouldn't even go with i wouldn't even hunt Except for myself, if if you weren't here, yeah, you know that's when yes. Nick is talking down on himself and stuff like that, and he's like, "I wouldn't even, I wouldn't be with these other guys if it wasn't for you," you know. It's just an interesting, interesting thing. But the wedding was just super rich to me in terms of of its content and they it, oh, yeah. all the character development, even even the the glances, the looks, the interaction, yeah. All just man, you felt like you felt like you were sending these guys off and or going to Vietnam with these guys, like it, yeah. And people, you know, Mike, Mike said uh, we got two hours of buildup to an attendance at a wedding. <laughs> yeah, I, I I get it, but imagine that Vietnam sequence, right? Like, I think I think about the there was like four four acts. As it were, maybe like in this, but yeah, yeah. I know, I, so. I think about the first two is the build up. Like, what happened in Vietnam wouldn't mean anything honestly if it wasn't for the first half of the film. It just wouldn't. Like, you would, you, it, you wouldn't feel, yeah. you wouldn't feel the connectedness. You wouldn't understand the dialogue. And then I found out there are deleted scenes and stuff like that. So I've got to get my hands on like whatever yeah, for sure right. bonus edition of this that has all of the deleted scenes still included. I'll rewatch it that way too. So anyway, I, and I could drone on and on about any scene yeah. in this movie. But yeah, I, I what what would you
1: say was one of the most powerful scenes for you? Oh, I I, I mean, I say one of those, so you know, you don't have to be think about what your favorite was, but like one of the the main ones. Like you said, this was this is. This is a dude's movie. I really do believe that. I think that, w- obviously, I'm not saying women can't get something out of it, but I feel like this movie, I mean, think about when this, this movie, w- is this movie about was written, men. what, in
0: 1978? That's when the film came out, and it was based on uh, so, the writing of somebody else. So, I mean, it's, it's yeah, so the 70s. Guys,
1: you have to realize that, and this is what re- really, really caught me. Is that this movie was a rare movie because of the fact, even though they were putting out war movies and good war movies in the seventies, this this one was about Vietnam, the end of the Vietnam War. Mm-hmm. This wasn't about the beginning or the middle of it. You know, you always end up finding yourself in the middle of in a Vietnam, like in in like nineteen sixty eight. You know what I mean? Or like sixty six. You know, and this was at the very very end of the Vietnam War. That's that's a it was a rare thing. Mm-hmm that's 1975 I think is when the fall of Saigon was this movie was made three years later dude three years later mm-hmm. fresh in everybody's mind you know this this drawn out long drawn out war uh so that actually really kind of shocked me but there is a scene when um John now so every everybody knows too like John <clears throat> this cast is is amazing uh what is George uh what has he been in um He's been in several which, things, I guess. You have to look one? at the so John, John the the guy who owned the bar.
0: So he was like he's the bigger guy. He's he, oh. he owned the bar. <clears throat> uh yeah, I, I don't know. I was gonna look I was gonna look that up what he had been in. Um obviously the guy who plays Stanley, which I can't remember his, his real name, he he goes on to play uh one of Vito Corleone's sons yeah. in The Godfather, Fredo, Fredo and then I mean, Robert De Niro's in this as the lead, so he was in The Godfather as well, and, yeah. and uh, well, countless other things. Um,
1: yeah, so, yeah. Um, yeah, he was in Deer Hunter. He was in The Beast. That was actually an excellent movie. Uh, Dangerous Minds, uh, Crimson Tide, no way
0: out. But George a scene... <clears throat> Zunza?
1: Zunza, yeah.
0: Yeah, he, so he, he is was- known for, oh, Crimson Tide? Basic instinct. Yeah, basic instinct. He was one of the uh, one of the detectives there. Dangerous um, minds. So John, uh, Ooh, he, he was. Oh, he's in a video game, Batman Arkham <laughs> Asylum.
1: <laughs> so John is the this guy. He plays a guy named John who's um, owns a bar in like this is Pittsburgh. This whole thing takes place in well, like half
0: the movie, like a more suburb of half. Pittsburgh, kind of a thing. Yeah.
1: yeah. Um, Clareton, Pennsylvania, and like the, the it's an extremely poor. Area. I mean, extremely poor. You can see it because these people are living out of like trailers and, and things of mm-hmm. that nature. Um, and so John owns this bar. Excuse me for a second. <clears throat> and he always like likes to go. Hey guys, let's go into the back. There's you know better booze or or whatever. And then they you know there's several scenes where it's in the bar too. Of course. Yeah.
0: But there's yeah, a that's, scene that's the like end. the central. You get this idea that you've got your work your friend group place and your place of worship, right? Like it's centered on these core community, community institutions. Yeah. And he's, uh, this is at the
1: end of the movie and he's they're at the bar and he's like, Oh, I got to make, I'll make breakfast. And he's going to beat some eggs. He puts them in this bowl and he just breaks down. Like he Mm -hmm. just starts like bawling. And I was like, dang that. Cause it was such a powerful scene to me. I'm like, man, Mm -hmm. like, it, it's very dude like to do that, right? So, mm-hmm. like, he separated himself. He's like, he was all happy. And, ah, I'll do this. and No, oh, don't worry about it. I got this. I'll do this. And then, um, and then when he got to the back, when nobody was out, he just broke down. And I was like, man, that, and that is such a dude thing to do, right? Yeah. So then he could compose himself and, and continue on and do, and do, you know, what guys do. But like, it's just, it, it was, it was so well done, man. I just, I, I don't know, man. I, it, it was, it was such a great, and like you said, there's so many, there's so many scenes, but there's like, Different acts, like you, know, like you said, or, or parts of the movie that separate it from so many things. Matter of fact, <clears throat> in, in it, it just cuts to I mean, they don't go through basic, they don't go through boot camp or anything else. Boom, yeah, boom, they're just cut into it, the thick of it cuts right into it with Michael's character. And then they meet the other characters, uh, like pretty shortly after. Um, and then all of a sudden, they just show them as as POWs. Yeah. So there wasn't any like, oh, this out there it wasn't about the action, right? right. It was about
0: the feel. Um yeah. and so it was it about was, their key experiences with each other. Absolutely. And yeah.
1: It, yeah. And so um when when that happens, like they, they become POWs. Of course, this is
0: a big, a big scene, a big part of it. Cause Oh, it's 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 the it's the climax of the movie. Yeah, for sure. Sh- for sure. Yeah, it builds, builds, builds to the climax in the POW camp, and then, but it's a high, it's a high it's a high ride from there. It doesn't. It yeah. kind of like stays at peak for a while. It does. It even. You know? I,
1: I would say it even. Gosh, it it, it you're right. It, it peaks. It it kind of plateaus, but I don't mean that in <laughs> a bad way. I mean it, it peaks up so much that it, it it's like it, we can't go higher than this. And then it stays there and then it dips just a little bit and then it goes boom up again. And you're like, oh my god, really? Like what the fuck, man? You know? Uh, and I again we're trying not to we're trying not to like give away everything because although, like I said, it was made in 1978, so or released in 78. <laughs> but um, but in that you get to see like these three guys, there was three of them, only three of them went out of like the six. Friends, I believe is really was six friends. Yeah. Um, yep. um, but through only three go, uh, Michael and um, and Nick, and then um, what the hell is his name? Uh, Stanley. Who his name is- I think it's yeah. it's Stephen. Remember Stephen yeah, Stevie. Yeah. yeah. And so um, you get an idea of of like how these how these their minds are affected. Each one is is affected by this this war the pow situation and afterwards very very differently Mm -hmm. and it's just it's an it's a pretty incredible ride
0: yeah i took a i'm telling you i i don't want to overhype it but i immediately placed it in my top 20 movies of all time oh yeah Yeah, yes for sure and so like i i went all in um This (laughs) this <laughs> you can look at I, I read this whole thing this morning over coffee, the <laughs> Journal of Religion and Film, who is like God, the deer hunter as angelic allegory. Ooh, and this guy, there, Mike. Nicholas Shazer from Macalester College, uh, wherever that's at, makes a case. And it's pretty convincing that Michael is. Starts as a guardian angel character, who then falls from grace, and then works for redemption. Um, hmm. it, it's it's interesting. I think that I think that the the sort of like the comparison fails at points, but I think that each of yes. the characters in the friend group definitely is sort of like this cross section of humanity for sure. And Michael uh, when it, when you ask what was your like most most impactful or powerful scene or something like that like it's it's hard. Right now I would say when Michael returns again and tries everything, pours everything that he can possibly pour into this and I'll, I'll leave it at that you know for for the viewers or listeners or whatever who haven't seen it but it wasn't the climax of the movie but it was it it certainly is like sticks with you and this culminates at something very interesting at the end so the'll mm-hmm. I'll, I'll say this my biggest takeaway is with Michael the main character and there's again there's so many layers dude what I would recommend is actually watch this movie and follow one character. Don't even don't give too much thought to the others. Follow one. You could you could go back and then, okay, I'm now I'm, gonna, now I'm gonna try to see this these experience through the next character's eyes. And yeah, his, you could his, do that. So, but for me, there is one scene that maybe escapes some people where Michael is kind of dogging someone for their religious expression. So one character like makes the sign of the cross at this wedding. And, and Michael, the main character is like, what's that? You know, like kind of like dogging him uh, in the moment. Like he's not participating in that. Like he's too good for that. Um, yeah. yep. Then, <clears throat> then he's like the last one to join in in a song referencing God at the very end and he joins in and it's like, it completes this cycle of being humbled uh, through these experiences. And yeah, man, I'm getting chills talking about it. It's so yeah, freaking I, I, good I guys. Why, why do
1: you think they sang at the end? Because it, it's it's a it's a very strange, very different way to end a movie. Yeah, but they did it. Why do you think they did that?
0: That's it's a really good question. Uh it's I, I'm curious what the what the writers w- w- were doing with that, like right. what their what their thoughts were. I mean, guys, I want to, I'm all in on this. I want to find interviews with people f- about the movie. I- I'm in on this film. So I think the the premise of the movie, and I I completely recognize that I could just be inserting my own take and bias on this, is that man's effort apart from God is futile. Mm. So it's this group of people who recognize God has to bless this. I don't know, like coming, coming back around because there's, there's this backdrop of the Russian Orthodox church there, even just in the background of scenes, like a very Mm -hmm. prominent place that these guys sort of like push off everybody but John actually john's in the choir oh yeah right he is john's john's more embedded in this in this christian co- undertone mm-hmm. of a culture in the in that town than and he the starts others. the song too he starts the song too so like there there again follow another character <laughs> i know it's so so crazy. everybody thinks michael's the glue but it turns out that john john and the gospel may have been the glue all along it it could have been. I mean, I, I, dang, I, this movie's so good, dude. I know.
1: That's what I'm saying. Because if you think about it, what was? It, although, oh my gosh, dude, you're you're gonna kill me with this because I'm gonna actually feed off of that. So, John, <laughs> because think about this: John did not go to war. He didn't find himself in the ugly place. Mm-hmm. He separated mm-hmm. himself yep. from man's war, right? And. When when he got back, he welcomed with open art. Like that bar was his church or his home. Like that was Mm -hmm, his, mm -hmm. but it was also a central location where everybody came to fellowship as well. Huge. Mm -hmm. That was Mm -hmm. like that was where they came for at the end of pretty much everything that they did in every scene. They ended up back there, and it wasn't just they continue to return to there.
0: No, because there's one that one scene before they leave, right? Yes. where yeah. john plays the piano what an amazing scene and that's all the guys said, look at him like and as i'm just like processing this out loud yeah. i'm like dude maybe john is the glue that holds that group together
1: <laughs> you, you may not be wrong on that like that that's why i said like that's what that character to me was so so big he was so he was bigger than life even for a, a guy for a character that didn't go to war. He didn't do any of this stuff. He was, he, he loved those guys more than anything. And it didn't matter w- who they were. Yep. He just, he, he loved them. It, it just, it was, that's, I mean, we might be on to something there. I mean, honestly, cause that was, again, I think that he, his, his part was one of my favorite characters. Um, but hey, maybe, maybe somebody will disagree with us on that. I don't know. I, I think, but there, there was, there is like some, rumblings that the end where they sing was actually kind of like a not a fuck you to the u.s but like a a laughable moment in patriotism you know like this is what you get it wasn't it wasn't an Hmm. anti-american sentiment it wasn't that at all they just said like it was very um ironic that the reason they were there and you know that 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 war did a huge number on them right like it was well, yeah they didn't I, none of them left going it makes going, you, it makes I'm you so proud of America
0: it doesn't even matter the hit like some people I saw online challenging the the historical accuracy of their I'm oh, like dude Lord, that's not if that wasn't even the po- that wasn't even not close to all. the point of the movie Um, but what you do get from the movie is what happened in this country which is that that war changed changed this country oh yeah It like and why I say that is that this this town, this town that this group of friends is a part of, is sort of like this representation of any town USA. Yes, right. Maybe your town is Roman Catholic. This town was Russian Orthodox. Maybe your town, you know, is um, mining, not steelwork. You know, whatever. Like, but it it it's representative of the kind of like that heart and soul of america yeah and what happens is this war and the experiences of the members of that community it changes them forever like they will never they will never in this case go hunting and feel the same way or have the same experience right. quote unquote like the good old days yeah. like they There's always nothing- used to do they can't get that back and so there's a change, a fundamental change in the nature of their relationships to each other. But not just that, Mike, it, they actually they actually presented that physically as well,
1: because there when when there was some of them returned, they weren't
0: in the same condition. So right. they actually well, had to be of the three of them aren't in the same condition. Right. Well, but, arguably, all of them aren't in the same condition. Right. No, for sure.
1: But but like physically um is is so different now that they they all have to get together and problem solve for this this character and so just that aspect they will never be not even just mentally but physically it will never be the same they are never going to go all out play basketball they are never all going to go out and and or go hunting like that either like it just yeah. it's never going to be the same that's why i was like man i wonder if when they sang the song at the end uh, a very patriotic song was it because you know they 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 weren't like die hard like red white and blue but there was a scene in at the wedding where They were going to talk to trying to talk to a Green Beret, yeah, uh, who was there for some reason. And, you know, maybe it was like a Gaelic type thing or you know, league type thing. He could just go in there and drink while there was a wedding going on. And they try to talk to him. The guy wasn't really having it. And then they kind of got pissy at him and they're like, Yeah, go America or, or something like that. It was almost like they were like, a lot of male bravado going on because like, hey, we're going in too. We're going to go yeah, there. We're going to uh, be in Nick's Vietnam. Like,
0: <laughs> we wanted to drop, drop us right in where the action's at, you know? Yeah,
1: and, and, but at the end, everything had changed. So I'm wondering if patriotism took on a a whole different solemn um, feel to them where they're like, yeah, I still love this country. I, I love my friends. I love where I'm at, but it's just never going to be the same.
0: Mm-hmm. So where uh, there was
1: a rah 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 initially, it it ended on a solemn note.
0: Turning to a couple of the comments uh, that I've already put up, but Michael Barrow was pretty fine back then. Dave oh, and I a- a- acknowledge that as well. That. We 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 discussed this as part of our little uh, quick recap <laughs> and text messaging <laughs> yesterday. Yeah, not not amazingly difficult uh, on the eyes back yeah. uh, back then for sure. And then uh, ISIS, <laughs> you are so full of it, dude. I don't. I, I don't know how. Uh, I'm not sure how ex- expressing an opinion on a film, yeah, is sure uh, what that means. Uh, <laughs> what that means but, all right, um, yeah. <laughs> now it makes me want to film critic even harder. Like, go, we we'll are change this whole show into a film a week. Oh yeah, like
1: That's in actually living not color. A terrible idea. Yeah, like in living color. Those two black dudes that that uh, <laughs> the two gay black two snaps. dudes.
0: <laughs> 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 yeah. Uh,
1: oh my god. Yeah. Oh uh, yeah! Why I didn't mean, like, he smoke
0: the bucket? The after he got, I home? mean, <clears throat> he, he he had changed. Just... He he went from he went from being able to do the hard things of war to not being able to do the hard things of war anymore. He didn't. He yeah. he, he had been there and done that, and he realized that it didn't it didn't help him, and it didn't save his friends, and so it, he. he he, I think he came away with a different value about life.
1: Yeah, I think I think that you're right, Mike. But I, th- I think too that like I, you know, so when I uh, before I, I before I went into the military, um I played a lot of paintball. You know, my dad had the paintball arena, and I used to do like tournaments and stuff. Like it was, I was, I was really into it. And when I went into the army, I had lost all that interest after that. You know what I mean? It mm. just was like. There's a, there is a there a, is a a maturing insert and I'm not saying people who hunt are not mature that, that's not the case at all because I I love hunting but but for him it was a different level so he could no longer go back and just it, it wasn't the same why he went hunting was the the very reason like why he couldn't do it anymore after war mm-hmm you know, so I totally, I totally get that. And I do have a movie trailer uh, voice. Yes, that's for yes. sure. In a small town in Alaska. <laughs> in a world. In a world. That's, I'm I'm really good at that stuff. I should, uh, yes, I are. should make a ton of money off that. Or not, or not.
0: <laughs> yeah, so I, I, I can't, can't commend the film enough. Why was it so good? I mean, I think like the way it was, every, everything was so intentional with it. And I think yeah. that a lot of movies lack, I think a lot of movies lack a good story. And if they have a good story, they're in a rushed timeline. And so you get the minimal way to get to know the characters or whatever. This takes the long road. And I just, I, I it love that. No about problem with it.
1: No problem. There's there wasn't any, like what I, what I like about that, which I, There are some good movies that come out now, but what we're seeing now is, hey, look, we got to throw a lot of CGI in this thing. And if we're not blowing up city blocks, then it's just not going to have the same feel. Um, Where Deer Hunter focused very little about the war and more about the actual characters and the character Mm -hmm. development. They said, you know, it's like you said, it's a slow burn in that way. Dude, they were they would have, if they probably could have gotten away with doing a four hour movie, they would have. This is—I yeah. mean, it's not Doctor Shyvago or anything like that—but they would have had no problem going all out for that. Nowadays, you you can't see that because now now there's expectations, um, there's budgetary things where it's almost like there people are trying to spend more money and like well even just say these this whole the Marvel sagas or DC or whatever. And uh, I you know I I actually had to stop watching Marvel stuff because first of all I'm not you know and Disney obviously is just one weird weird place. It's become but- absurd. Yeah, but, but it was just, it, it meant nothing to me. After a while, these Marvel movies meant nothing to me because they were all the same. In the end, they're all the same. And I was just, and you're watching like city blocks just get just destroyed. And I'm just going, I don't know, man. Like, it just wow. it's just stuff. It's the same old shit all the time. And then all of a sudden you'll see a, a good old movie like Deer Hunter, and you're like, how the fuck did they lose this? Like, how, where do we lose our way with a lot of these movies? Yeah, it, no do you think there's anything that really compares to that nowadays? Um, in in recent his, movie history. Uh,
0: yeah, probably given enough time to think about it. M- maybe, yes. Um, I what's the uh man what's what's the freaking tank movie uh oh fury fury uh fury (sighs) fury does fury is an interesting movie because it does the character development in the context of war yeah so you don't get to see them at home you get to see them at war yeah uh and then they get into this town environment and they get to let their guard down to be like who they really are. And you start to hate some of them. I was going to say they start to like be, some yeah. of the, like so <laughs> Fury, Fury Fury is a really good story driven movie. Could be, could be long or whatever. Um, yeah, I, that's when I went not mind. I really liked uh, 1917. Interestingly oh, enough, yeah, these are all good. war movies. Right. And then a more recent one, all quiet on the Western front. Yeah, is that was na- a really is, good is one another too. one. Um, yeah, those are all really similar, like I I think, with with war stuff. And yeah, but this, I, I think Deer Hunter st- really does stand alone in yeah. the way, in a film genre at the time of like the Godfather esque, like that film genre, it really tapped into that very, very well. And there's so, There's just so many layers to the story. It was so well done. I just, I don't have anything. I don't have a criticism of this movie yet. I'm sure I will if I watch it a few more times, but so freaking good. And it was good because it is so deeply relatable to guys, our age to men, but to men, our age, I think it's just a deeply relatable film. Yeah, I totally agree with that. Um,
1: Yeah, it's it's funny because we're an hour in. You know we're not going to talk about anything else. But hey, Ryan Abernathy, uh, that's what I'm talking about. His update, uh, his wife is home. I don't know if you guys know. She's had some some medical issues, uh, and it was actually uh, kind of worrisome. And then uh, now she's home. She's had some uh, clear medical issues, and man. There it is. I'm I'm glad to hear that. We're always happy to hear that.
0: Indeed. Good job, Brian. Thanks for keeping us informed. Appreciate mm-hmm. the super chat. You don't have to do that, man. Um Mike Hendricks says doesn't count since miniseries, but Banner Brothers. Banner Brothers really good. Banner Brothers is really, really good. It's, it's, it's excellent. Yeah. It, it's a great series. Um, I'm trying to think of a of a story. I it's so close in a lot of respects is The Godfather. Like it was it's it reminded me so much yeah. of that oh, yeah. of that movie, how it was filmed and how it told the story. Uh, I, 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 I view yeah, it like, as very similar.
1: I like I like your idea of actually just following a character individually. I think that you could do that. I mean, that's obviously a lot of time invested, but I I did find myself doing that. And I think that was purposeful uh, by the writing as well, where there are times where you can see like there like the two two friends like it was Michael and I think Steven and they're in a scene together and y- you immediately know how both of them feel and they both are are completely opposite on what's mm-hmm. happening and but you can you know exactly how both of them feel at the exact same time it's just like it's a, it's really crazy like they said i think it was it was Everything about it, I think, was was done super well. Like I said, I, when I say chaotic and ugly, I mean that in in a purposeful way. They did that on purpose. The only times that there was some peace and quiet was uh, sometimes during deer hunting. Sometimes because they were drinking, they were partying, they are shooting, they're hooting, they're hollering. Like I said, the movie is very chaotic in that way, but. That's that was who they were and they did a great job with it.
0: I, uh, there is one line in the movie that I, I actually, I'm not sure what it, what it meant yet. Like I'm I'm really, I think, and I think that this is purposeful. It's, you know, Michael loading the gun uh, when he's getting ready to hunt. And he's like, this is this, it's not, <laughs> it's not something else. Yeah. This is this, you know, like. I don't know. It looks like I. I it's it sticks with you. That could, that could mean a lot of stuff, right? And it could mean a lot of things. So it's like, yeah, I, I'm definitely watching this movie again because I'm going to introduce Sherry to it, and then 100%, it a hundred um, percent, I'm going to be. I'm sure that there's. I haven't looked, but I'm sure that there's. Up. Uh, I'm looking at the comments. UPPs out there. No, that he quit. <laughs> um, yeah. I'm sure that there's YouTube videos and things about people like giving their take on the film. And I am I'm super curious about it. And I, and and this isn't the first time I've nerded out on a movie guys. Like I I've nerded out on a, on a lot of films in my life. Like I, I I love really good movies. So enough to dedicate almost an entire episode to talking. Yeah, I think you're (laughs) right. Like, and there was a,
1: there was also a scene uh, during hunting where Michael yells out, okay, do you remember that? And then the, it was an echo, but it almost was too long to be an echo. It was almost like it was an actual response back to him. Mm-hmm. And that re- really like made me like question what was going on there as well. Do you remember that, that scene? Yes.
0: I, well, like I said, I feel like Michael's character is this guy who is gets away for a long time being self-reliant. And that slowly crumbles until he gives up (laughs) So crazy. And that's the okay moment that you're talking about. You know, like he goes there and he he's, it's like his, that's his moment of like full surrender. Like I think I actually
1: think that you're probably right on that. But if you remember when he says it, it does take a long time for the okay to come back. It is almost as if something is, is basically confirming you get like it, it was it because you know it's like hey 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 like it wasn't like that it was like okay mm-hmm. okay like it was so it, it was very different you know but i yeah. think that you're probably right and uh what that kind of led to a love interest uh, as well um and the idea that you know he
0: he can't do everything how do you own. how do you feel about how they played that out with his love interest and that being connected to his friend.
1: I think, um, honestly it's, it it could be questionable to some people like uh, on a moral level, but the reality was like that, that's, that was a Michael and, uh, and her, she like, I forgot what her character's name is, but they, uh, they had already liked each other There was already, uh, Mm um, a a mutual interest. Right. And, um, they were all like touchy-feely. Like they're all these these groups of friends were all touchy-feely with, you know, the girls and you know what I mean? It was just kind of a, a different time apparently. But uh, I, I'm, I actually have to think, like I actually think now I need to start thinking more about that because that was purposeful also. You know, There's something, yeah. there was Everything something going very on mm-hmm. Yeah, it wasn't like, oh, hey, he wants to do this, and then, and okay, she's going to give in to this or not give in to this. And no, it was written purposely. Um, so I think I have to explore that more.
0: Yeah. Well, I mean, they, I they make to reference that. to him like passing on all these beautiful women, right? Oh, like, yeah. His, for like, I try. We try to set him up all the time, and he doesn't even he doesn't even take advantage of all these women that he could have. Yeah. You know, he's like this. He's the guy in town. You know, he's like, everybody yeah. looks to Michael, you know, and then it's like, but it's like, he only wants her, but yeah. he holds but why, out right? a while. Yeah, he holds out a while, right? Like she even yeah. says one of her lines is you're always such a gentleman.
1: Yeah, it's very, very, very different. And it wasn't yeah. like we um, And this is kind of like exposing some of the movie, um, but it wasn't like he even like got with her even when they were in certain situations, like where it could have been like, a, you know, a night in bed or anything. It wasn't Michael like wasn't that at all. Michael.
0: <laughs> <chody>. <laughs> um, I mean, I guess that's kind of kind of in a true. way, in a way
1: you are yeah. not wrong, yeah. but, uh, <laughs> but they do. They, they knew that um, you're, you're right. I'm not, I'm not going to say anymore. Cause I really do want people to see it. If they have the ability to, I do feel like
0: so. we gave you guys a lot to think about. And if you've yeah, seen the sure. movie, we gave you stuff to agree or disagree with. And if you haven't, hopefully yeah. we've inspired you to go take a look and let us know next time in the comments, if you like yeah. the movie or not, I gave you a, t- a 26 page article in the journal of religion and film about <laughs> it. Go read it.
1: Oh my God. Amazing.
0: <laughs> yeah. It's good. Good stuff, man. Good stuff. How I had never even heard of that movie. Yeah. It truly baffles me, but yeah, it's just I'm awesome. glad that I did.
1: Yeah. Well, good. Whew. And and, and maybe when you, if you would have saw it a long, long time ago, may
0: not have meant the same to you. You know, I definitely never even saw him. I I was wondering, did I see this or pieces of this before? And not a, not a single scene, nothing, nothing at all. That's maybe better. So, yeah, it was great. I can't wait to watch it again. Um, (laughs) What do you, what do you want to say about Alfred Kinsey? Anything, or should we hold Uh, off on that? I think we should hold off. Honestly, I think, I I think that's, yeah, I think we should hold off. Do it next week for sure. All right, so those that hung around this entire episode yeah, waiting for sorry. Alfred
1: Kinsey. I'm sure nobody was sitting waiting tune in for next Alfred.
0: week. Let's <laughs> let's set the stage though. Honestly, do you know, like what you said so uh, who if you want to know who Alfred Kinsey he is he is considered the Correct me if I'm wrong, like the father of the sexual revolution, I guess. Like, yeah,
1: they call him like the yeah, the godfather of uh, or whatever, a, uh, quote, quote unquote, the sexual revolution,
0: sexologist.
1: Yeah, um, but but not like in, from the the 90s or anything like he, this was a, a long time ago. And, uh, no. and uh, when was 1947? Uh, yeah, he founded yeah, so, the Institute for Sex Research. So yeah. this goes back a while. Yeah, that goes back into some times where that just wasn't talked about. Um, But there is there is debate on whether this this guy was, was he truly, as he's presented, and I believe the Kinsey like Institute is still around today, mm-hmm. probably having to defend some of the things that are said. Uh But I want to dive into, are some of these, we'll say, is the rumor mill true? Are, are the quotes, uh, are the writings from Alfred Kinsey, uh it true was was he who they thought he was or was he a monster um and, and about the, regarding children and women and things of that nature in a in, sex, in in the the exploration of sex and things think about this is the 40s i mean hitler was experimenting on children on women, I mean, it didn't matter. There was a there was a, a brutality to that time, uh, even despite it, it's it's m- the moral push of the 40s and the, into the 50s. In that, um, so this guy is it just kind of falls right into that time period. And I'm I'm wondering what people know of him or not because uh, like I just like said I came across it uh, on an Instagram post about so, so they were reading excerpts from uh, some of his studies from his findings. And it really blew me away. I'm like, holy crap, this guy is a monster. If this is true, but then you'll have other people that defend him. Uh, so I think it, I think it'll make for a good uh, good discussion, uh, you know, on what's what what's true and what's not. I feel like we should be actually be able to kind of like dig a little bit in that, and because I don't know much about him at all. I think it's important for us to just dive in as as a completely neutral party and see, so, like, yeah, hey, let's let's what's uh, going on with let's this
0: guy. Take a look. I I, yeah. I haven't dug into him either uh, much. Uh, I I do know the name, and yeah. So let's let next week we'll we'll push this off because it, it will be probably deeper right into the yeah. idea of if Alfred Kinsey was a monster.
1: Yeah, which will bring us to other other things and and probably some some severe commenting back and forth. Maybe there is going to be people who are kind of in support of the idea of sexual sexual exploration. And I don't mean in a weird way. I'm just saying like the the freedom of of sexual exploration. There's other people that could be more conservative or say, look, no, no, no. I've read some of his stuff and this is, is, you know, this is a problem
0: yeah I I will take a look you take a look we'll come back and meet in the middle and and discuss Alfred Kinsey is he a monster or not next week and you guys (laughs) will be the final uh, final judges on that yeah
1: go watch the deer hunter I'm so glad you did Mike I really wanted to discuss this
0: me too so go watch the deer hunter if you haven't seen it yet if you have you know we'd love to hear in the comments what you thought and follow it up All right. peace Peace. out